1: Welcome back in. Hour number two here on Wednesday morning. Room for you at 508-996-0500, as well as app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. We'll get to those messages in just a moment. Right now, we have a caller on the line. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. Good morning, Mary. How are you today? I'm okay. How are
1: you? Yeah, well,
2: I'm not anticipating Friday. I know where y'all are going. I know where I'm going, at. There's no really help for me, but you, I know you have to go and get that done, so I'm wishing you a lot of luck. I'm saying it now because I probably won't call you until next week.
1: I appreciate that. Thank um, you, and good luck to you, too.
2: Thank you so much. I'm, I'm scared, but I'm still going because I'm not a big baby. Uh, I heard something. Uh, somebody was mentioning the illegals taking our jobs. Yes. I haven't heard anybody mention this yet, or maybe they haven't. I'm not on the radio 24-7, so they're also taking summer jobs from the teenagers who don't go to school in the summer and look for summer jobs. So that's going to be killed away. If it's not already killed away summer jobs for the teenagers, you know, maybe we ought to put something in place where Americans, you know, we reach our quota of Americans first. I even hate to say that cause we shouldn't have to do that, but what's going to happen to the teenagers that are looking for summer jobs.
1: Well I do I do know that that's something that has been down in recent years uh, that there's been issues where they they haven't been able to get kids that want to come out and work in the summers I, and I don't know why that well, is I
2: can't have to I, prove that
1: to me you I can't, you'd have to prove Well that I mean I just I've read articles about it but I just can't imagine that like kids parents are like here here's money we'll buy you a car you know we'll 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 pay for your all you know everything you need going into college like kids still need to earn money In those teenage years, I I don't know why they would not be taking those summer jobs. Well,
2: I'm sure there's a few parents that are doing that. But these teenagers need to learn to be accountable for themselves early in life. Teach them how to open a bank account, save money. mm -hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of teenagers still looking for work, Mr. Weinberg.
1: Well, to be fair, I think maybe it might be a little bit of manipulation of the data where, yeah, there's less teenagers who are going out looking for summer jobs because they may be working year-round. So you, you don't have people that are coming out looking for jobs. I mean, I worked year-round I mean, when I was stations, in high school.
2: How many are like that?
1: How many? I think probably more more kids have to work year-round than, than just look for, for jobs during the summer months. That would just be my, at least especially in this area.
2: Well, okay, so I only got three minutes. i got to run this one now. Uh, I heard something on the news, too, today. I think it was DSM. That's the station I'm on. Uh, the People who have fooled around and changed their genitals around, now they're fighting again. They want to use the bathrooms. And they are uh, I don't know if they're starting a lawsuit, and they're saying that, well, there's a law that protects us. But the laws that are on the books now started way back when, when nobody was fooling around with their sexual organs and stuff like that. But that shouldn't count at all. We have to go and change that law now. We have to find out which one it is. And do our best to go and change it because if they're going to rely on a law that's been on the books for a long long time where nobody was having those operations from doctors frankenstein i call them doctors who do that are frankensteins and so what do you think is going to happen with that do we have to go and change the law now and how do we do that does it take 10 years
1: well i i guess it depends on what again like you said like what what does the law say that's that's what i guess it depends on it depends on what the language is but I I think a lot has been overplayed about this whole bathroom situation. First of all, you see a lot of new construction. They're getting away from, you know, these gender specific bathrooms. And instead they're having more like single use bathrooms. They're having more situations where there's um, you may have a, a women's room and a men's room, but then you also have. Uh, a family bathroom or a single use bathroom single you know single person bathroom so i think you we're getting to the point where we're going to start to see a lot of that not matter anymore anyway because listen some people just aren't comfortable going into the bathroom with anybody else in there let alone it doesn't matter what gender they are or what they identify as
2: well the building i live in oh, used to have uh male and female bathrooms but then the office decided they wanted their own private bathroom so they took one away and the other one became unisex but here, I mean, you can go in if someone's, you knock at the door, but usually when you go in, there's a lock. So you can be the only one, in, even though there's uh, several stalls, you can go in and just use it by yourself. At least we can lock the door, you know? So like you're saying, single use, I'm more for that than anything else.
1: So so when you say that those bathrooms are unisex, they're, they, they're unisex, but it's still one person at a time. It's not like you can use it and then no, I can do it at the same
2: time. No, more stalls No, no, you, you can go in two or three if you want. If, if two girls want to go in or two guys want to go in, you can go in. As long as once you get in and you're by yourself, there's a lock where you can lock the door. And no okay, one will get so in. So it's up to have you. So to wait for you to come out. Yeah. But I'm asking you, are you still of the mind that either sex should be able to go into any, any bathroom, male or female bathroom?
1: Yeah. I mean, really, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why it's a big deal. I don't know why it matters. I mean, we don't. So
2: then it is okay with you then.
1: I, I just think we make so more they, out of it than we need to.
2: But you're not answering me
1: no, yeah, I'm answering you right
2: it's it's okay it's all right y-
1: if you should be able to go into whatever bathroom you feel comfortable going into
2: okay, that's what you want. I still don't go for that,
1: and I some I don't like some that. people okay. aren't comfortable going into any of, bathroom
2: you know. It opens up all kinds of other crap that could happen and it's totally wrong. And I and I know that you know that, Mr. Weisberg. But you have to argue about things all the time. My way makes sense too. It's been this way for, for years and years and years. Why mm-hmm. do we have to that doesn't turn mean that it's right We our bathrooms? Because people want to change their gender, which they may operate on you down there, but they don't operate in your brain. You're born a man or a woman, and you'll be there. Hold hold, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, because the brain is completely different than the biology. The brain is completely different. Many of these people are having this surgery because the brain is already wired in a different way, because the brain already has has them believing that there's something else. It's It's not mental mental illness. illness. A mental mental illness illness is being unable to accept somebody for being the way that they want to be. That's the mental illness.
2: Well, you can dress like a woman if you want to, but do you have to go and fool around down there and change everything around? If I so choose, yeah. You're never going to be a woman. You're never. You're never going to be a woman. I'm sorry. You're born. you got it hanging down there. You're a man. You want to wear a dress? Go and do it. But don't let me catch you in one of my bathrooms. If I'm out somewhere and you're walking in with a dress and I know that you look like a man to me. You're what do you, why, why, what you, do you think that.
1: I'm going to do to you in the bathroom? What do you think is going to happen?
2: Who knows? What could you do to me in the bathroom?
1: Uh, I'm probably just going to go if in and use the bathroom all, and leave.
2: If you're a man who thinks you're a woman, you have a mental illness. So if you're coming in, you could be doing a lot to me if you're crazy.
1: I think the mental illness is not being able to accept people for who they are and who they want to be.
2: Then give them their own bathroom. What's wrong with that? Well, I agree. I think let, let's,
1: let's get rid of these bathrooms that are causing the problem and have single use bathrooms.
2: No, wait a minute. The bathrooms are causing the problem? No, they're not. The bathroom's causing the problem?
1: The bathroom's causing the problem because it's, 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 it's giving people a situation to keep putting out their ignorance no. and their prejudice.
2: No, it's human beings who are sick in the mind that are causing the problem, not the bathrooms, Mr. White. I would agree. I, would agree. I would
1: agree. It's time. people who are sick in the mind that are the problem here. You are absolutely right in that regard. Thank we you. just might. We just might think that the people that are sick are different people.
2: Oh, well. Good luck, Friday. I'll Thank be you so much. You when I'm on my way out to the doctor too. Likewise, and I'll be thinking I'll be of you. you my, uh, I'm sorry.
1: I said likewise. I will be thinking of you.
2: Thank you. When you're coming back Tuesday, Wednesday.
1: Oh, that's the hope. Yeah, depends on what the doctor says. It kind okay. of all depends on Best how it goes. Luck. You know. Best of luck, Reverend. Thank you. Bye bye. You and take care. All right, we have another call here lined up, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: Hey, good morning, Kim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, You know, I'm just calling about the the young uh, 19-year-old kid that they found uh, yesterday. So they're saying that it was a suicide, right?
1: Um, Well, I haven't seen them officially say that, but all signs point to that, yes.
3: Yeah. You know, um, we're talking uh, about bathrooms. And, you know, I get the I get her point, I really do, because, I mean, I, that's kind of a sensitive t- uh, subject to me, too, but that's not why I called. You know, in this country right now, um, you have to kind of feel um, what was going on in that 19-year-old's head um, psychologically to push him to that point uh, if it was suicide, for him to jump off or do whatever to go into the water. Because, you know, we already had... Um, a lot of mental issue issues before COVID, but COVID, um, people being locked up, uh, not being able to socialize, um, really did a number on society. Um, you know, on on kids, on young people, even like elderly and everybody else included. But you know, certain age groups, it created quite a psychological problem. And even though, you know, kind of COVID is over, if, you, if that's what we want to say, um, it, it people really haven't been able to become or be like they used to. It, it just psychologically affected everybody. And nowadays, you know, we're having there, – there's big issues. You know, people will say, well, you know, if you need to talk to somebody – you know, uh, try to make an appointment with a psychologist or a psychiatrist. You know, it's very, very difficult um, to get an appointment with anyone mm-hmm. uh, nowadays. And if you do get an appointment, sometimes you got to wait three to six months. And, you know, when you when this, whoever this kid was, you know, he was probably under a lot of pressure. I mean, he was in school, you know, everybody, you know, they're all saying, you know, he was always smiling, this and that. But nobody knows what was going on with that young um young man, and maybe he did try to reach out to get help and he couldn't and you know it it's really unfortunate that, like I said nowadays that the
1: oh we're losing you a little bit there I think your your phone cut out if you wanna if you wanna try get a call back, I will let you um certainly finish your thought, but it looks like your phone might have died out or cut out. Uh, But I would agree with that. You know, it's, it is a process to try to get any kind of help. And I think we've got you back here. There you are. Yeah, it's me. So uh, I don't know what happened. That's okay. Um, but you're right. But it, uh, is, is, it is a process to try to get any help. And here's the other part of it too: it, we act like the minute you get into somebody's office to talk to them on the first day, everything's going to be all right. Too, you know, the therapy itself can take years to really have an effect. So the, the why are we making people wait even longer to be able to get into a situation where they can start that healing process? Right,
3: but but you know, this is but today, this is what's happening. You know, whether. Um, it's medical issues, but the psychological issue, I think, has become a lot, a lot worse. And I think, you know, um, you can't really um, say, well, you know, people don't try to get help because I, you know, I, I really believe talking to a lot of people that people really do try to get help. And it's very difficult um, even to see just the uh, psychologist little, you know, forget a psychiatrist Um so, um, you know, I, I I don't know what the answer is, but, um, you know, I, I really my heart goes out to that kid because I'm sure there's a lot of people walking around nowadays more than ever that really could use the help. And these resources are so limited and the time frame is just really ridiculous. Anyway, um, wish you lots of luck, too, with your operation.
1: You have a good day. Okay? Thank you so much. You as well. And uh, if you want to call in and reflect on that or add some thoughts, 508-996-0500. We we say now that we are more aware of mental health issues than ever before and that we try to have uh, an infrastructure in place to be more receptive to helping with those. But as the caller pointed out, it is hard. It's hard to find providers for people. It's hard to get people into those emergency type situations. Now, if you get to the point where you feel like it would be better if you weren't here, first of all, you're wrong. But, and I don't, I don't mean to say that in a judgmental way. I'm saying that in a way of, you know, we, we absolutely want you here no matter who you are. But the, there are resources to help with people in in those situations that at least can kind of talk to you and talk you through that so don't feel like if you get to that point and you you feel that way that trying to get help is going to be too long of a process in in that type of a situation reach out to the the samaritans reach out to a local church even if you're not a member of the church reach out to them call them go knock on the door Go to the police department and tell them that you're having these thoughts. They will help you find the right people. They'll put you, in, go to the hospital and tell them they will find you the right people to at least walk you through and, and, and help you get through that moment of crisis because that's what it is. It's a moment. And, and that moment will pass. You don't want to make a decision that's forever based on the way that you're feeling in that moment. Find a, you know, it can be something as simple as, you know, finding a a song. A song that just gives you a little bit of hope to hang on. Now the problems that lead people to, to have these thoughts, yes, we can, we can say we can say that look at suicide numbers and say well, this is on the rise and, and more people are doing this. So the problem is people have had these thoughts forever. We have to look at what it is that makes people feel like they should act on those thoughts. Having thoughts of, of suicide is it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. I think people tend to have those thoughts in, in trying times and in trying moments anyway. It's when you can't stop thinking about that. It's when you can't see any other alternative. It's when you don't find uh, an argument to make on the other side that there's a problem. But anytime it makes you feel not right. You know what? If you have to call here and just call into the radio show and and... and Get something off your chest. You can do that. 508-996-0500. I do have to take a break, though. We'll be back in just a few moments. And welcome back in. We will take more of your calls at 508-996-0500. And uh, we will also take any open line voicemails that you want to leave there as well. It's super easy to do. You just open up the app, record what's on your mind, send it on over. I preview it during the news or during a commercial, and then we play it here on the air. It's like being able to make a phone call except two things. One, I'm not going to interrupt you. And two, you don't have to sit around and wait on hold. So it might work easier for you. And plus, you can do that any time of day. So maybe you want to leave that open line voicemail uh, at night. When you think of something and then I can play it on the show the next morning, it makes it so that you can be part of the discussion whenever it works for you. We get it. Sometimes you're at work or you're with the kids and you can't call in. So this is a way to be able to sound off and have your voice heard even when you can't make a phone call live. So take advantage of it. It's really easy to use and it's all part of our free WBSM app, WBSM app which is brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. That's why it's free. All right, it's time now to go into the newsroom and get all of the headlines of the day with Phil Devitt. It's, I'm not hearing it, no. All right, well, we will get those headlines with Phil in just a moment. He'll just let me know when he's ready. And uh, we will get all of that information for you and get your reaction to it on the other side. All of the big news of the day with Phil Devitt right now.
0: No the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM
4: News. Former President Donald Trump campaigning in New Hampshire following an easy victory in the Iowa caucus. Trump spoke at a rally in the town of Atkinson Tuesday night and didn't comment on Iowa's second place finisher, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by name, saying he wants to focus on beating the Democrats. He did have some comments, however, on third place finisher Nikki Haley.
0: As you know, Nikki Haley in particular... Is counting on the Democrats and liberals to infiltrate your Republican primary. You know that. The, that's what's happening.
4: The former South Carolina governor and ambassador to the U.N. during Trump's administration trails the ex-president by only seven points in New Hampshire and has the support of Governor Chris Sununu. New Hampshire's presidential primary vote is January 23rd. The oldest member of the U.S. Senate is hospitalized. The office of Chuck Grassley says the 90-year-old Republican is receiving antibiotic infusions to treat an infection. His office said Tuesday the eight-term senator from Iowa is in good spirits and will return to work as soon as possible. The man who shot and killed five people at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado in 2022 is now facing dozens of additional charges. According to court documents, Anderson Lee Aldrich pleaded guilty to 50 federal hate crime charges and 24 firearm violations on Tuesday. Federal prosecutors said they'll not seek the death penalty but instead agreed to multiple concurrent life sentences. Consumers are about to say, at the bank, the Biden administration and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau unveiling new regulations for overdraft fees expected to go into effect in 2025. Banks will now have to choose between offering overdraft loans for profit or a courtesy service, dropping fees by over 50%. The rule changes will affect around 175 banks nationwide. Experts say consumers have paid an estimated $280 billion in overdraft fees since 2000. Four astronauts on a historic mission are due to blast off later today. SpaceX will launch the Axe-3 mission from Kennedy Space Center. The mission will be the first with an all-European commercial crew to go to the International Space Station. Launch conditions are 95% go, and docking with the ISS is expected to take place Friday morning. A UMass Dartmouth student reported missing has been found dead. An extensive ground and water search led police to his body around the New Bedford Fairhaven line on Tuesday. Floridan Flo Bazile was a champion sprinter who held the UMass Dartmouth record for the 100 yard dash. And two men charged in the killing of a man in Brockton have been ordered held without bail. Prosecutors say, Sir Surveillance video shows 18-year-old Jamal Bazil shooting Joe Arujo multiple times at a restaurant Friday. 22-year-old Nathan Vega also charged with murder. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The New England Patriots expected to officially announce Gerard Mayo as new head coach in a news in a news conference today at noon. The Boston Celtics playing the San Antonio Spurs tonight, 7:30 at TD Garden, and the Boston Bruins are home Thursday to play the Colorado Avalanche. Now we check your forecast with ABC6.
3: Arctic air mass is in place across the immediate region, uh, triggering single digits. Uh, the wind chill values this morning under mostly clear skies. As we head into the afternoon, they'll only reach the teens under mostly sunny skies. So don't be fooled by the sunshine. Bundle up and also just be very careful, especially on the sidewalks. If they haven't been treated, you will find yourself with slippery conditions. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford, New news talk station 1420
4: wbsm this wbsm news update brought to you by sparks auto dartmouth home of the 29 dollar oil change your choice for auto repairs brakes and inspection stickers sparks auto 425 state road dartmouth i'm phil devitt for wbsm news stay up to date with new bedford's news talk station wbsm and get breaking news alerts with the wbsm app 508-996-0500
1: You can also hit app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app Hot mic there Phil I think you got a hot mic there There we go Uh, And then we have uh, also uh, some app chat messages that have been coming in so let me get to those Uh, Let's see Uh, Gotta go back to the earliest one well, our, our, our friend uh, Barry in Fairhaven, who, um, you know, wanted to call me up and tell me that my show was terrible and sends app chat messages telling me that my show was terrible, still listens to my show and says, it's because I don't have a daughter that I feel that way about bathrooms. Well, uh, no, because if I had a dollar, uh, daughter, I would have raised her to be more tolerant than you are and would have raised her to realize that people do sometimes have different gender identities and what they are born with biologically. And I can tell you that I have a son who I have raised who knows that that is the case. So this whole you don't have a daughter argument is bogus because I don't live in the fear of the world that you do and I don't have these uh, prejudicial ideas about who transgender people are like you do. So are there people who are transgender who are or claim to be transgender who are uh, sexual deviants and, and, and sexual predators? Of course. But you know what? There's a lot more people who aren't transgender or who don't identify or pretend to identify who are sexual deviants and predators. There's more of those. So I'm not going to put a blanket statement over people based on the actions of a few. That's like saying just because some people do one thing, you expect all people to do something. It, it, It doesn't work that way. And picking and choosing and cherry picking certain things to make your argument doesn't work either. The person who wants to use that restroom has just as much right to feel comfortable as the person who says that it makes them uncomfortable to have that person in the restroom. So you've got to figure out what the solution is to that. And in my opinion, the solution is, and this is something that you're seeing more and more happen. You're seeing less of multiple stall bathrooms, which, you know, in some places you can't help it. If you're in an airport, you need to have multiple stall bathrooms. There's a lot of people trying to use the restroom at one point. And I think a lot of them, at least the ones that I've been into have a, have a balance of that. They have those multiple use bathrooms and then they have single use bathrooms, family bathrooms, or, you know, they might unisex bathrooms. They might have different terminology for it, depending on how they want to put it on the sign. But for somebody who doesn't feel comfortable going into a bathroom that somebody else could go into, and it doesn't matter if they're the same gender or not. Some people are just uncomfortable having somebody else in the bathroom when they have to go. So you have that option. But if you notice, you know, I'm just going to use convenience stores as an example because we've had a lot of those built in, in recent years. There's been a lot of new ones that have popped up. And if you look at, say, the the Cumberland Farm stores that were built 10 or 15 years ago when they first started this, this new design of stores, they have multiple stalls. If you look at some of the new ones, they have single-use stalls. Because, first of all, you hope that you don't ever need to have a big line of people using the restroom at a, at a convenience store. But also because of issues like this. The other problem, too, is that with a lot of public restrooms, they could protect the person that is in the bathroom better as well. And again, this doesn't go just for people who might be preyed upon, but also just people who are uncomfortable in that situation. People who have you know a shyness for lack of a better term they don't they can't go if somebody else is in the room why don't we have more protection in those stalls my favorite bathrooms are the one where the stall goes all the way up to the ceiling nobody's peeking over nobody's peeking under we should be designing them that way anyway But I mean, here at the radio, I'm just going to use this as an example, too. We have two single-use restrooms, a men's room and a woman's room. But if I am coming off the air, you know, if I have a a break, you know that in the news and the commercial breaks, you have a limited amount of time. If I need to use the restroom, which happens frequently, suppose when I'm down half a kidney, it'll happen even more frequently. If I come out of the studio and somebody's in the men's room, I'm going in the women's room because I've got that brief amount of time. Nobody freaks out about it. I mean, I guess it depends on what I do when I'm in there. I try to put the seat back down and, you know, make sure I leave everything as clean as possible. Men are a little bit more... Let's, let's just face it Men can be messy in the bathrooms I tend to find that women are much more And I'm not trying to be sexist here at all But they're much more hygienic 508-996-0500 Good morning, you're next on WBSM
5: Morning, Tim Good Morning, Colleen um, uh, When I worked at Stasor They used to have to pay to go to the bathroom so maybe They used put the dimes back oh, in Oh, the dime in the, in the, in the little <laughs> yeah. slot there yeah, but if you worked there, we had a key. And you should have seen the people running after you when they saw you opening that door. Because <laughs> it's like three stalls in there. But you had to put a dime to get in there. And a lot of people didn't go, wouldn't go because they had to pay to go in there. So
1: Yeah, well, my uncle told me a story that when he was a kid and he had several brothers, he said that when he was a kid, they would go out in public and have to use the bathroom. And they were, they were poor, so they would only have the one dime. So what would happen is they yeah. would all have to go into the bathroom at once. And and, yeah. and everybody would shove into the stall, and I said to him, I said, Uncle Tom, why didn't you just, if you only had one dime, why didn't one just hold the door for the next person that went in?
5: And he said, well, not only were we poor, we were dumb too, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. And I I told you, that guy just loves you. He just can't go one day without texting you, right? That yeah, that's
1: uh, the way the people that don't like it. I mean, that goes with people that don't like anything. People, people like to hate watch TV shows, hate listen to radio shows. It's
5: fine. Oh, my God. Unreal. Anyway, I thought maybe they could, maybe they could put the uh up to a quarter now and then they uh, they they should have the unisex bathrooms I think.
1: Well, if you put the it's quarter like, in or put the dime in would you get it back or should it or should it be collected?
5: Oh, uh they said they put it towards the toilet paper. Yeah, cuz we, we don't
1: we don't want do you you want to be in an all these situation where you know you've got to you got to have the quarter oh, to get the cart oh, and then you I get know. the quarter back.
5: You get there and you have no change on you. I never have any change on me. So I was a credit card or something like that. Oh, I know. They used to be like at, um, high, low too. I think I'm yeah, down the South I mean, the good thing Uh-oh. is, is
1: normally you can ask somebody for a quarter. Um, I miss the old days when you could, you know, carry around a pocket full of slugs. And, oh, yeah. and I had the best thing I had, uh, I found this one day because at the diner that I worked at, we had newspaper machines out in front of it. And so mm-hmm. I had one of the, one of, it's like a quarter, a plastic quarter that's on like a long curved plastic handle. And so what oh, yeah. you would do is it's what the newspaper machine people would use, if they didn't have their key, they would just drop this down the machine and, and make it activate the machine. And I, they left it on the machine one day and I took it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I have this now. And I used to use it to make phone calls on the payphone that was in the diner. But then. Oh, yeah. You know, gumball machines. And stopped working These after a while.
5: The metal slugs. We were bad. In, in the grocery stores that my mother was shopping, and we'd be over there with these metal slugs. You know, like, they'd they look like a nickel or something like that, and you stick it in there, and it would jam. And you'd just have a cup with you, and just gumballs would just come pouring out.
1: I always had oh, yeah, slugs because my, my grandfather would make them down in his little shop, you know. I don't know oh, kidding. I don't know if he was melting it and pouring it out or whatever, or I you'd hear him down there banging something, and he'd be like, here, use this. Uh, okay. <laughs>
5: Have a, have a good day, right? I think he was just, yeah,
1: I think he was just messing around and trying to see if he could make one. My favorite, my favorite, like, kind of, I guess, scam, for lack of a better term, that I came up with was when I was homeless and I lived in the campground. I, would, I was in high school, oh. so I'd want to call all my friends. And so mm-hmm. I would use the payphone, and this payphone could receive calls. So what I would do is I gave all my friends the phone number to the payphone, and I would call, and I would call collect. But when they said, you know, leave your message, or, you know, you have to record your voice. And so what they would get is they would get, you have a collect call from, it's Tim, don't accept, hang up and call me back. (laughs) And so then they would know I was at the payphone to call me back, and it worked. It worked out well, except for my friend's dad. My best friend's dad would always, every time, accept the charges. And I'd be like, what are you doing? You don't have to accept the
5: charges. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. My mother mother used to, um, when long distance and you had to pay for it, she would call my, uh, her her sister in Vermont, something like that, and then she would... uh, just let it ring twice, hang up, and then she'd call her back or whatever. That's what my
1: grandmother did that with my mother for years. She, it, was, it was if it rang once, it was
5: grandma. So you knew to call oh, her back. Yeah. Isn't that funny, huh? Oh, yeah. And I saw you have think about the bull shot. <laughs> yeah. Actually looks good.
1: I I this I I shared this video on on Facebook. That was a memory from a couple of years ago. I was watching yes. an episode of the Bob Newhart show in the middle of the night, and they talked about the, here, Bob. I made you a bull shot, and I was like, "What is a bullshot? So I looked it up and had to make one for myself. And I don't know if there's anywhere around here where you can get a bull shot anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know any bartenders that know how to make one. No, tell Sean. Yeah, tell him at Six that's,
5: and 7. Yeah, he'll make it for you. That's the kind of place where you yeah, could
1: bring, walk in and order a bull shot. I think people people would yeah people put it it on, on the the chalkboard. Yeah, try the bull
5: shot. Yeah, I bet you would.
1: So, if anybody doesn't know money. what a bullshot is, imagine an alcoholic version of like beef broth. That's what we're dealing with.
5: Yeah. Oh, Bloody Mary, like you said. I saw your yeah. video. Bloody Mary, but yeah. with
1: beef instead of uh, yeah. tomato. Yeah. Put a piece of steak in it instead of a
5: shrimp. There you
1: go. <laughs> there you go. A nice <laughs> beef rib sticking out of it. Yeah. All right. Okay. All you take care. You as Have well. A take day. care. Bye bye. And if you want to call in, 508 996 0500, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <sighs> As we're talking about, you know, bathrooms and feeling safe in the bathroom and different genders in the bathroom that maybe playing a song about somebody's number being on a bathroom wall probably wasn't the best choice of song. But uh, that's, I mean, listen, back in those days, I don't know anybody that ever intentionally put their number on a bathroom wall, right? Nobody that I know of put their number on a bathroom wall and said, give me a call. You always put somebody else's number on a bathroom wall to mess with them. I remember when I went to UMass Dartmouth, which I've been on a, a real UMD memory trip since uh, I saw a photo of a Fruitopia machine yesterday. Talk about core memories unlocked. Fruitopia every day at UMass Dartmouth. But um, yeah, people would write all kinds of stuff on those bathrooms. And I would I didn't go down to the bathrooms that were in the, First floor, the second floor of the English building where everybody was utilizing those bathrooms. No, no, no. When I needed to use the bathroom, I went up to the third floor so I could have some peace and quiet. My favorite bathroom on campus was the fourth floor of the library. Nobody was ever there. I could always go in and have all the peace and quiet that I wanted. Did I did I take books off the shelf and bring them in there with me and flag them as as they said on Seinfeld? I mean, I'm not saying I didn't. Did the same thing at Barnes & Noble. I wasn't shy about it. But yes, I would uh, I would go up to the third floor, basically where all the professors' offices were, and even up there you would find stuff written on the bathroom wall. Anyway, 508-996-0500 That is our number to call in and chime in. And you can also send in those app chat messages. We got a message from NB resident who says, why do people think they're any safer in a restroom with someone of the same gender? How many transgender serial killers have you heard of? Well, there's been a few, but obviously don't let your child go into a restaurant, a restroom alone anytime, anywhere. Right. And I think for the most part, people practice that level of safety. They're just concerned about places where, they wouldn't be with their child or, you know, even themselves. I, I get it. Adult women are afraid that a, a man that might come into the bathroom claiming to be a woman is is there to, with some kind of nefarious intent. I just don't think that you have to make a blanket statement for everybody based on the few that would have that nefarious intent. You know, that's like saying, well, there's only a few people that would actually go and buy a gun To go out and intentionally hurt people. So then we just shouldn't sell guns to anybody, right? That would sound ridiculous. You can't punish the many for the acts of the few. And New Bedford resident, NB resident is right. You don't know what could happen. And who is to say that somebody wouldn't come in and assault you in a restroom because they could... Because they could identify as that person They can just walk in anyway It's not like there's somebody At the the door to the restroom Checking identification Checking to see what you identify as If somebody wants to harm you They're going to follow you in no matter what How many times have you been assaulted in the bathroom? 508-996-0500. 508-996-0500. Going to take the final break of the hour. <clears throat> and welcome back in. We've only got a few seconds here before we're going to head into the newsroom. On the other side of that, more of your phone calls, more of your app chats, and open line voicemails if you want to send those over on the WBSM app.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts
1: so you can quickly and easily find what you need.